Why are my keys in your hand? You say you don't want me as a man anymore. But I Here we go, you guys, and welcome back to yet again another episode of The Motivation Magnet. Today is Thursday, November 12th, and we're back. Uh, we're back. We're back. And we're better than ever. I got absolutely slammed with homework last week, so shit happens, and I didn't get an episode out. My bad. My bad. Okay, but we're back. We're going to be getting episodes out weekly. I'm going to try my best to get them out twice a week, but I will get them out weekly. Okay? Sound like a plan? But today's interview with Tyler Dial is absolutely awesome. He has an insane story, and I'm honestly a little jealous of him because you're going to hear it in the interview. But as he was going into college, he had a song go on XM The Highway. And I just know that like, if I had a song on the highway when I was going like my freshman year of college, I would have slayed it at parties. But I'm going to let him tell you this story. He's an awesome guy. You're going to love this interview. Here we go, Tyler Dial. Here we go, you guys. Today we welcome on a very special guest. I'm super excited. You guys know I love country music. I love the up-and-coming country stars. I think their stories are so cool and so much fun. Tyler Dial, you guys know him. We've talked about his songs, but Tyler, Tyler, what's up, man? I'm slurring my words this morning. How are you? No buzz from the weekend, I guess. I know. I'm trying to sleep it off still. I'm trying <laughs> to sleep it off. But how are you? What's up? I'm good, man. It's it's Monday morning, and uh, I'm I'm glad to be here, man. It's, uh, we're kind of the music industry is kind of slowing down, and rights are kind of slowing down, and we're getting ready to go into the studio here. So it's awesome. Been, it's been a good good fall, man. Awesome. So I, what's, let me, let me ask you this. Tell me your story, right? We love hearing all these different things about how country music stars and all singers get to where they are, how they decided that, Hey, I'm going to chase my dream and I'm going to send this. I'm going to go after this. So tell me that where'd you start and how'd you get to where you are? That's a, that's a long story. I'll try and squeeze it into like five minutes for Let's you. Let's do it. Cool, man. I'm from Arizona. Um, I grew up, uh, I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona with a dad who, was a, a concert promoter. So awesome. that's so cool hire him to, to basically sell tickets to concerts and to get people in the seats. And so I always grew up going around uh, to country shows and stuff like that. And right. my dad always had guitars around the house. So um, I grew up learning how to play guitar. Um, my dad had taken me to Nashville a few times. And so for some, you know, I saw it at an early age, how cool entertaining was and how fun it could be. And uh, just grew up loving country music which is weird for, for a kid in Arizona, you know, yeah, like different. everyone's listening to Lil Wayne and Eminem and I'm like <laughs> listening to Keith Urban and stuff. It was right. weird. But, um, so yeah, I grew up doing that, played some songs in like the middle school talent shows to, you know, learn some songs to impress some girls. And nice. Uh, nice. Uh, I remember seeing this, the, when I was in like sixth grade, seeing the eighth graders play hotel California by the Eagles at, the talent show and i was like awesome song awesome so the whole year sixth grade i I worked up uh john mayer's version of free fallen nice played it in seventh grade and i got bit by the bug and so that must have the girls going that song must have the girls going you know when you're in sixth grade and you're kind of taking a chance and doing that i don't think people quite respect the respect it like they do right right i get it i get it but I did get bit by that bug and I started writing songs and throughout high school. Um, and I was a competitive soccer player. So I had a few offers to play division one in college, but I oh, always knew I wanted, to, wanted to do music. Uh, 
I had a few offers to play for like the Air Force Academy. Oh, nice. Um, or like Seattle Pacific. And right. That's so cool. It was awesome, man. But, you know, it was like this thing where I had this passion, which was soccer and music. And I'd get back from soccer practice and I'd write songs late at night, you know, right. Uh, when I had school the next day or whatever. And so music kind of slowly took over. Uh, you know, I, I, I just saw it as being more of a long term thing. I didn't think I was going to play professional soccer. And so ended up getting into the University of Texas, which uh, is located in the live music capital of the world in Austin. So I was like, this is perfect. Uh, I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to practice four right. times a week. <laughs> join a fraternity and have fun and right. play music on the weekends. And so um, went to University of Texas, had this awesome infrastructure of like 120 guys in my fraternity that would come to shows and bring girls and bring their friends. And That's so awesome. We started playing shows in college um pretty much uh started building a little bit of a fan base and you know ended up playing every home tailgate so the thursday night i'd go rent all the gear and tetris it in my car we'd set up for three hours on a saturday morning play for three hours and then tear down for three hours in the texas texas heat that's so but, um, cool that's, though like what a party that would have been i know so we basically got you know our worked on our chops and kind of started towards the ten thousand hours there um, throughout college, every summer I would lived in Nashville to intern and just to be here. Cause this is where all the best songwriters are. And right. I thought that was a way for me to kind of get ahead. And I knew I was, I was going to end up here in Nashville, but, um, pretty much every summer of college, I interned and worked at a studio or whatever. And that was just an excuse to be here and write. And so I guess throughout college, we were playing every weekend and started opening up for people when they came through town. Like we got to open up for Cody Johnson. That's so um, cool. I saw, and Jake Owen. Jake Owen, uh, who else did we get? Cole Swindell, Kelsey Ballerini, what? a lot of the artist guys. So we you got to meet them, right? Uh, yeah, it, it kind of depended on the on the show. Some that's some still so cool. Are a lot cooler, you know, and want to make the opener feel good and stuff like that. So right, but yeah, so I've been in Nashville now for two and a half years, uh, and like I said, we got the ten thousand hours playing live. We didn't really quite have the original songs that, you know. We were playing original songs, but they weren't at the level of, you know, writing right. in Nashville. Right. Totally. Years, totally. So. Yeah. So that's so I've been here and that's really what I've been focusing on. And I think um, I finally got a re like a full record that I'm super proud of. And that I think, you know, it's, it's about it's all about making music that is competitive in the landscape currently. Yeah. So, uh, I think we finally have that. So I'm pretty pumped. And we're going to the studio here in December to finish it up. We've that's so fun. Tell me about you had one song when you went into college that yeah. like took off on the highway, right? Man, you're good. You did some good research. Oh, I'm the I'm podcast guy. I do the research. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I wrote this song called Damn Good Time. Senior year Great song. Great song. Dude, I wrote it with my buddy and we would carpool together and he was on my soccer team. And uh, I had this song and I played it for him and he's also a, kind of a a burgeoning rapper and so he would write raps for fun and uh the next morning after i played him to send him the song he came in with a rap and i was like dude you ruined my song <laughs> the rap was so good that i was like this has to has to be in here and so um yeah we have a little rap in there i love it um, but anyways we it was like seen it was a uh, freshman year the winter time when everyone comes back their first year um i had i had these songs and it was like it was like what do you do when you have, when you're an artist and you got a bunch of songs like 
and you want to start playing shows, you need music to market. Right. The show. And so we ended up hiring some guy, a guy to record it in Arizona. And um, we actually like somehow got in touch with the guy who named John Marks, who used to run the highway, the XM. Okay. Station, and he liked it. And yeah. I made a little music video for it of a show when I opened for Scotty McCreary and put it together. That was that was just a nice name drop right there. I'm gonna that was cool. That was cool. I like that. Keep going, but I like that. But uh yeah, it was one of the promoters in Arizona that like let me open for Scotty McCreary back when I was, you know, just had just graduating high school that summer going into college. And so that's cool. That yeah. I, I gotta say that's freaking awesome. That's yeah, awesome. so like that getting on the highway was huge, you know. It didn't necessarily like move the needle in terms of like getting a record deal or anything, but you know what it did allow is for us to start building a fan base and to start using that as like credibility for the clubs that we right. were on the book and stuff like that. And even like that summer when I lived here in town, it helped me get some good right rights and getting some good rooms. And so I think like I try and look at my career as like these opportunities as building blocks. And so right. I got a song on the highway and that allowed me, gave me all these opportunities. And uh, my last two singles have been featured on Spotify, play big Spotify playlists by the same New guy, booth. John Marks, who got hired from from the high the highway to Spotify to curate those playlists. So yeah, I I found you on New Boots. New Boots is yeah. is is the place, man. It's that was a you know when you when you're growing up and you're seeing all your heroes, you know I was always the kid who loved finding new artists before they broke and yeah, yeah, sharing those with my friends and so. It was a huge honor to get on that playlist because that's where I found all of my favorites. And um, hopefully with this new music, we'll, we'll be getting back on there soon. So That's so exciting. So is that what you're working on right now? Like the new album finally coming out? Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. You know, I, I think, uh, how do you ex- explain this? It's like when, when you're, I was in Texas, I had no idea Texas country existed. And right. so I was really trying to fit that mold while I was there. And that was my world. And um I gra- when I graduated and moved to Nashville, it was like, how do you hang on to some of those Texas things? And, uh, you know, I was working with some producers that wanted me to push the envelope of sound and be a little and push the boundaries, which which I always love. And all my favorite artists push boundaries. But yep. with this new music, I think it's a little bit more about me figuring out who I am in this landscape of Nashville for the last two years and trying to figure out how do how do my does my um past experiences like growing up in Arizona and loving music down there and living in Austin for four years and being around the Texas scene. How do I kind of take those influences and marry them with the, the, you know, the types of boundary pushing music that I loved. And so um, it's been a blast, man. I feel like I've got a record that um, is pretty unique and cool. And uh, that's so fun. When is that, have you like had a release date for that yet? Or are you, You know, it's, it was actually, we were getting ready to do some stuff before COVID, but right. honestly, it was like such a huge blessing in disguise because I didn't have to feel pressured to put anything out or right. or anything. And um, so now it's just been like, let's see if we can just keep trying to like outright these songs and beat what we have. And uh, we've done that a little bit and finally going into record here and finish it up in December. So hopefully we'll have something out in uh, early spring. That's so, that's so cool. You have one song, right? That has over two and a half million streams on Spotify. Yeah, dude. Um, sen- basically like, I know we're kind of jumping around on the timeline, but um, senior year of college, uh, I had some guys that, you know, one of the guys wrote Springsteen by Eric Church and a, 
another one is a huge Eric Church writer. They were looking for an artist to develop and um, they producing wise. And so they right. flew me out. I, m- I missed like two weeks of school senior year is the coolest thing to produce a record with these guys. And, Seriously uh, though. So, so about half of the songs on that EP I wrote, and I had a manager who was helping me find some outside songs that other artists wrote. Cause that's pretty typical. Um, and I ended up hearing this song written by Devin Dawson called hold you to it. And it was Love actually pitched. It was pitched as a ballad and we turned it into this like up-tempo fun, fun song. So it was fun to reinterpret, you know, someone of that caliber, their song and make it completely different. But on this that's next awesome. record, I'm writing, I'm writing all the songs. Um, I think it's important to to have a hand in all the songs and right. kind of craft this this brand and this this vision I have for my music. And so, uh, it definitely feels like more of my voice. Um, right. So I'm excited for everyone to hear it. That's awesome. So, have you been able to like? Do you perform on Broadway? Have you been able to do you know, anything at all? Yeah, the Broadway scene is not uh, exactly. There's a lot of talented people who play that. Right. But I think. Um, you know, in Nashville, there's so many musicians, right? Right, a ton. Uh, that they don't have to charge a lot because there's a lot of people that want to play those gigs. Right. And they're grueling gigs, man. They're three, four-hour gigs of just cover songs, of playing, jumping from Wagon Wheel to... Right, all next, over the place, the saying the same ones over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, and I've done that, and it's, you know, it's, it's a great way to make money and practice your craft, but, you know, I've already kind of done that in Austin. Right. Uh, and so... My, 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 basically my goal has been just to buckle down and try and write the best songs and then work my butt off on the weekends or whatever to, um, to start making some money. So this summer I worked as a pontoon boat driver out on the lake over here and drove around DD'd around like bachelorette parties and stuff. Okay. That's pretty fun. That's gotta be fun. The best job of all time. (laughs) Uh, You know, right now I'm working at a bar on the side. Uh, just a way, way to like, and I, and I did play a lot of shows and, um, you know, a lot of corporate gigs and stuff that paid well. And so with all this COVID stuff, it's just trying to figure out how I can work on the weekends and work on my craft during the week. So, right. So speaking yeah. of all the COVID stuff, how are you like, we're the motivation magnet, right? We got to yeah. talk about it. How are you staying motivated and positive, you know, in an industry right now, that's just completely getting screwed, yeah. you know, like, how are you like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to work on my songs. I'm going to still do my vocals, all that stuff. What are you doing? Well, for me, man, uh, you know, like we talked about my soccer days, I love running and exercising. I think that's something that keeps me so positive. So clears the head Yeah, and staying outdoors, you know, so it hasn't quite turned into the, the cold Nashville where you can't go outside yet. So throughout this whole process, I've been running and staying outside and, um, biking and exercising and, um, all that kind of stuff. So for me, like that, that keeps my mind right. Um, but again, it's just like, it's been having that goal of just like, I can see on the horizon, like all these great things coming to me. If I can just kind of keep my head down and keep trying to write the best songs and get right. better. Um, that's, that's kind of been my North star is just hopefully putting out a record that uh, people like here soon. I'm excited for it. So when you like, give me a rough estimate, you think like January to. Um, yeah. March? So we have six songs recorded now. I don't know if all six of them are going to make the record. I love the idea of like recording it, even though it's expensive recording as much as possible to try and whittle down like the best batch of songs. And so right. we've got six recorded. We're going to go record five or six more in December. And then, uh, 
before you release a record, you want to like get all the marketing lined up and, and done. Figured out. And so what does that um, look like though? Like man, when you mean marketing, how do you yeah. like explain that to me? It's like when you release a song, um, first of all, you want to get your team in place. You want to have a management group. You want to hopefully have a booking agent and a publisher and a publicist and a business manager at the level of that. I want to release it. Right. You know? Um, and we've got a few of those pieces that we haven't announced yet that I've been working on. And I'm really excited to announce. Um, but on top of that, you, you know, you want to have a music video ready to go for your focus track. You want to have acoustic videos, uh, you know, maybe some animations for each song. I think they call those instant gratuit, instant grat tracks or something. So you just like want to be prepared and have a bunch of things ready to go in advance and maybe a plan to do some, you know, online advertising and stuff like that. Right. Uh, I was a marketing major in college. And so, so you've got to figure it out. You got like, yeah, you know, you gotta, you're, you're, I'm unveiling a, the next part of my, my brand and my story. And so I want to have that all worked out ahead of time. So right. hopefully like, March or April, we'll have a, a like at least four or five songs for people to listen to. That's so I'm excited. I'm yeah. super excited. So two more questions for you. Yeah. One, if you had any piece of advice, right, for the people listening, whether that be singer songwriters, some soccer players, I coach high school football. So oh. I got a bunch of like my kids that listen to this, you know, yeah. anything like that to just stay positive, stay motivated throughout all this. What would it be? Man, um, this question stumps people every time. I love this. Actually, I, 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 this is my, 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 one of my favorite things to talk about is like, I always love looking at where I was a year ago. Okay. And, and just see how far I've come. Cause like, you know, every year there's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how far I've come in. Like, it might not feel like it day to day, but you know, a year ago I didn't have the team I've been building or a lot of the songs that I had. And I thought I was ready. I thought I was like, ready to release this, this music, you know? Right. Um, a year before that I had just moved to Nashville and I was having, you know, some Spotify success, but it wasn't really translating to a lot. And so, um, man, it's, it's just a, like a, a, you can get so impatient. I'm very an, an impatient person. I thought I was ready to be a country singer when I was in high school opening for Scotty McCreary, but. Which hey. is still super cool to say. Yeah. Like that is right. all, being able to go, like if I was a freshman, I'm a senior right now, but being able to like walk into like a frat party and be like, Hey, by the way, I got a song on like the highway right now. Like I would have flexed pretty hard. You're right, you're right man. <laughs> I, I'm super lucky, but you know, it's just like, it's all, it's all, the only thing you can do is like work hard and right. uh, make the most of those fortunate, lucky opportunities when you get them. And so, um, that's what I've been doing and that's what I'm going to continue to do. I'm, I'm excited. It's fun stuff. That's awesome. I'm super excited for you. I'm super excited to listen to all the new songs. Last thing. Yeah. Uh, I love country music. I'm a big country fan. Uh, I actually work at faster horses, the Michigan festival. No way. Yeah. So Dude. I work, so I do MIS camping. My boss, he has like the VIP camping and stuff. Wow. So great job. Great job. So oh, I love hearing all the country. Music. I, might, I might need to hit you up to, uh, you know, absolutely hit me up that's been my that's been uh my goal is to start hitting the festivals or circuit once COVID yeah goes. seriously hit me I, up that'd be so cool i always love going to festivals man like growing up in or going to college in austin we had austin city limits every october and i would right. go and there's some country artists that i think fit the festival circuit mm -hmm. 
and I'm not talking about like faster horses where it's all country, but like your Bonnaroo's and your Austin city limits, like Casey Musgraves. Right. Appeals to that fan base. And so I always love when like people like that can, and Chris Stapleton and those artists that appeal to a wider range uh, of, of fans, I think is really cool. So that is cool. Yeah. It's such a fun job. Like all my buddies come out and we just get to it's, Oh man, I played, um, what was it called? There's one in uh, Arizona festival. Oh man. How am I blanking on this? I think they have one in Wisconsin or something, but uh, we played a festival. We played the Jack Daniels stage a few years ago and we rolled up and they gave us these artist bands and we got to watch like Jake going from backstage. That's so cool. So it was fun, man. It's like always getting a taste of every now and then I get a taste of what I could be doing. And it's, that's right. also what me motivated to is um, just the, even like being on the highway is like, even though it wasn't, you know, it didn't make the, make me a thousand, but a, you know, thousands right. of dollars. For right. It's like a taste of like, Oh, that's what it's like being on the radio. So right. those are kind of what motivate me to still to this day. Now I got to ask another question. Yeah. Uh, are you th- like when COVID's done, is there a tour coming possibly or like some concerts? Definitely. I think we're definitely going to plan on releasing music around live touring because I think that's the best way to promote a show. Right. But also I think that is my biggest strength is playing live is, is mm. doing those three hour Austin shows. And so I think it's a necessary part of promoting the music. For sure. I'm a, do you, well, you can't forget about the motivation magnet. If you're ever like anywhere cool. in the Midwest, I'm going to hit you we'll up. Come and be play like, Detroit, hey, dude. Don't worry. If we'll you're coming to Detroit, I'm the guy I'll bring tons of people. I, I go to every country concert. Like if there's a big show or anybody I'm going, who, who are your favorites? So I love, I'm a big Jake Owen fan. I love Jake Owen. Best dude. Um, Tim McGraw. I think I've seen Tim McGraw eight times, eight or nine times. And then Kenny Chesney. Dude, you love the classics. Like I love the classics. Like you grew up with, parents or something that always yep. had country honor in the all the time world. so we go to garth brooks whenever he's around Dude. that was my last concert was garth brooks in like late february before they shut everything down i've seen garth five or six times man love garth he, he, oh. he just tells a story like you feel like you know him his live energy his energy playing live shows like i've seen him play two back-to-back shows in one night yeah bars they cycle in their venue yep. and he plays another show. And the second show was better than the first one. Like, I don't know how he does it. Crazy. It's on. And the fact that what bothers me though, is that every ticket is the same price. Yeah. Because uh, then it doesn't matter. Like I'm like, I will pay more money yeah. to be up close, but if you're you just like the luck of the draw. I'm sitting there in Ticketmaster. Yeah. You don't get it. It. Makes sense if, it makes sense if you can afford like the $500 ticket. But if you're like someone who, you know, works a blue collar job right. and you work your, your butt off to eight. It's like a hundred bucks a ticket that that person has the opportunity to, to go. Yeah. And be like front row. Cause it's all just luck. Yeah. I love that. I love stories about guys like, like Garth and a lot of people like the Jake Owens and the Kennys and the Tims, like they'll, they'll keep the front two rows open and they won't sell tickets and they'll go up to the nosebleed sections and they'll start handing out tickets for people. That's so cool. There. I didn't know that. I would love to do that kind of stuff. Once right. I, once I have a big. Right. Stadium. Once you're in the next Garth Brooks. Hey, you got to set your dreams big. You got to set them big, right? Yeah, dude. That's the dream. Man. So I got to ask my That's final question. What, uh, what are you listening to? Like my favorite, I keep listening man. to 
uh luke holmes new like five songs he dropped were yeah. awesome and florida yeah. georgia lines lit this year i really like i thought it was super funny but, like yeah. what are you listening to what are you jamming out to man i'm a huge fan of like anything jay joyce does okay so he's the producer for eric church brothers oh Oscar my gosh he did the latest miranda lambert record yep so i listen to a lot of his stuff um i've been going through tom petty a lot lately okay um I listen to a lot of music outside of country because I think as a as a writer, it's important to try and bring in outside influences. And so, right. you know, everything from like Michael Keo, uh, Kiwanuka, uh, man, I, you know, Jerry Jeff Walker, who just passed away, who is a big uh, okay. Texas country artist. Right. Ailey Witters, I'm such a huge fan of right now. Yeah. Um, I think she released one of the best records in country music this year. So every you know, I'm across the board, dude. Right. I, I also I'm a big fan right everything. now of Ashley Cook, the from the six one five house, the TikTok oh, one. Dude, I know her. I know her super well. Really? She Nashville scene. It's a it's a small world, and everyone's we're kind of coming up together. And so I'm really I'm really pumped for her, man. She's been doing the the TikTok thing, and it's working. Yeah there's a different path for everyone. And so I'm just glad to see her happy and succeeding. I almost, I almost got her on my show. So if you want to like, I already talked to her about it. Well, she, she hasn't, she hasn't accepted the invite yet. So I talked to her about it and then I like drop, I don't, I drop names all the time. I'm like, I I talked to her and I just haven't heard back. So like we were talking and I haven't heard back, but I had like one, like Ray Fulcher. Yeah. He was going to come on, but he had to ask his management. Like that's where I get struggled. Like if I have to talk to management, I'm like, shit. Oh, dude. Well, I'm, I, 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 I see that. I, I, I do ask management for th- for questions like, should I do this? Should I do right. that? But, I totally get it. I totally get it. I'm not that big yeah. of a podcast. <laughs> well, at the same time, it's like, I don't think you should ever be too big for like, for anyone, especially like someone who loves you, likes your music and wants to ask you about it. Like, right. Make time for that too. So that's so fun. Especially over zoom. Like if I was driving like 45 minutes right. and like, you know, this is easy. This is fun. Dude, That's what it's all man, about. It's I all about having tell fun. You, Alex, like it means the world to me that you're interested in hearing more of my story and you like the music. And I really think you're going to like the next, next batch of songs too. So I'm super excited. All right, Tyler, this was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I'm going to pump your music out everywhere when that new album comes out. So I'm really super excited. It, man. And hit well, me up too me. about fast. You ever come to Nashville? Yeah. So I actually have a bunch of family in Tennessee. Well, hit me up. I will. I will. This was tons of fun. Tyler, you're the man. Thanks, Alex. Huge shout out to Tyler for coming on the show. I'm absolutely fired up for his new stuff. That sounds like it's going to drop either between, what did he say, like January and March, anywhere in that like time frame. But when he does, I'm going to keep in touch with him, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys know. I'm going to post everywhere because I think he honestly has some really, really good music. But let's talk. Let's talk. Just you and me. You and me. Mano, Imano, whatever, 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 you and me. Let's talk. I heard something the other day that was intriguing, mind-blowing, interesting. I don't know. What word do you want to say? I thought it was super, super, super intriguing, but I'm going to tell you what it is. This person said, how would you live your life? It was, it, okay, It's let me backstory here, backstory. Everybody's heard that quote, right? Character is how you live your life when nobody's watching, right? And this guy kind of took it in like a different direction of today's social media age and said, how would you live your life if you were being followed around by a video camera 
like 24-7 all the time. Like you had a full-on camera crew with you. I just, I thought that was so interesting to like think about. How much more work would we put in, you know? How much more grind would we have if we had like six cameras following you around? Would you change? Would you be different? I just thought that was like a super neat thing to think about of like, hey, if you had six cameras following you around, would you try harder? Would you do less? Like, would you do something different? I think I'd have a hell of a lot more fun. I think I'd smile like all the time because shit, you're on camera, right? But I mean, it's kind of like old Dave Portnoy. He's got a camera in his face all the time. I think he's just used to it to the point that he just acts the same, right? I think there are people out there that just act the same on camera because they're around him all the time. But that's a good thing to think about, right? So how would you live your life if you had somebody or a camera crew following you around 24-7 all the time? So think about that. Think about that. Uh, five daily reminders because you guys haven't heard them in a while. Number one, you are amazing. I really want to instill that in you guys as the weather is getting colder. Uh, the weather was like beautiful this past week, but it's starting to get colder. Let's be happy. Know that you're amazing. Have positivity. Number two, you can achieve anything. Know that. Know that if you want to be the next Nelk Boys, the next Barstool, the next whatever, you want to be on Sirius XM. You want to do whatever. Keep grinding. Keep working. That's up to you. You can achieve it if you want to. So put in the work. Get going. Number three, positivity is a choice. Holy shit. This couldn't be more true than it is right now. Okay? It is so easy, so easy to go on social media right now Find someone you don't agree with and just bash them. What's the point of that? What, what are we going to, what are, what are fighting over a social media post going to change anything, right? Don't respond. Keep scrolling. I've said it before. If you get tired of looking at social media, put your phone away. If you need something to like cheer you up, listen to this. Yeah. Or you can scroll on TikTok for literally hours on end and on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, there's unlimited content on there. So if you don't like something, keep scrolling or turn it off. It's seriously not worth your time or anybody else's time to just get into a Facebook argument. Like who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. Get better. Make the positive choice, right? If somebody has a differing opinion than you, who cares? Who cares? You can be the bigger person and not respond. I know it's tough. I know it's hard. But let's be positive. Let's give a smile. I know we all got masks on. But I mean, seriously, let's smile at each other. Let's wave at each other. Let's make the positive choice. Because why? Positivity is the right choice. And we really, 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 really need to work on that now more than ever. Number four, your limitations are only in your imagination. Again, this kind of flirts with number two, but don't set them on yourself. Like if you don't, if you put in your mind that, oh, I'm, I'm stuck where I'm at, you know, I'm going to do, then you're going to be stuck where you're at. You put your limitations as the next big thing. You're the next Luke Bryan. You're the next Casey Musgraves, Miley Cyrus, whatever, right? Then that's your limitation. Go get it. Go chase it. Go grab it. It's up to you. Don't set limitations on yourself. And number five, don't settle, period. 
Don't settle for anything. Know your self-worth and know that you're amazing. This one flirts with number one too. We can combine all of these together, right? Know that you're amazing and don't settle for anything less than that, okay? Know these, know these, know these, live these, love these, repeat these. Come on. I also want to give a shout out to all the college kids, high school kids, elementary school kids, everybody out there that's trying to do online learning. It sucks. It sucks, right? It's not It's not the same. Zoom lectures aren't the same. It's not fair. I get it. Keep working your ass off. Keep working your ass off. All you can do is control yourself. If your professors aren't responding to emails, keep emailing. Keep emailing. There's nothing you can do about it, right? This is a wash of a semester. A wash. If you fail a class, I don't think it should count. I really do not think, I don't think they could be able to fail anybody, period. Okay? So, am I going to start like a trend? No fails allowed? I think we should. I really do. I think if a teacher blames you for something about like Canvas or Blackboard or whatever your online portfolio is, right? And you have to turn it in and there's like a technical glitch and they blame you and like, well, you should have turned it in earlier. Uh, no, no thanks. You said I could turn the assignment in up until 1158. You didn't say I had to turn it in at like 1130. No, that's not on you. That's on them. They should be thrown in jail. Okay. Yeah. We have good professors. I have some damn good professors that are helping me out. Do I have some shitty ones? Yeah. But I think for the majority, I think we all have them, right? We have our good professors. We have our bad professors, but you guys are killing it. Know that you're killing it. And I know it's tough. I know it's hard, but just know your self-worth and know that it is different and that there are thousands and tens of thousands of other students out there that are struggling right along with you. And we hear you, we know you're there and we're with you. Okay. So keep working hard. I know it's tough, but we're going to get through this. We're going to be back in class, all that good stuff, but just know that we're here for it. If you want to call and bitch, call me, text me, all my info is on the site. You know what it is, right? I get it. I hundred percent. I'm I'm in it. I'm in it with you guys. So just know that I'm here for you. I think there's a billion other people out there that are going to be there for you too. And just know that we're going to get through this. We're going to get better, and we're almost done. You guys are awesome. Know that. Know that. Know that. All right. So what's up with the show? Where are we going? All that good stuff. Okay. Like I said, I'm going to probably get to more weekly. I'm going to do my best to get to two times a week. Uh, but I can only send out so many Instagram DMs before my accounts get shut down again. And I think this time my account's going to be shut down for like a week. So we're going to keep grinding up. I'm going to keep bringing you guys some awesome, awesome people that have some good advice for you all. Uh, again, if you haven't followed the Instagram page, I think actually people are starting to enjoy it because it's nice to see, right? Like I said, there's so much content out there. That's good content and follow that for some happiness, smile more, be brave, all that good stuff, right? So follow that. It's at the underscore motivation underscore magnet. So give it a follow, give it a share, give it a like, all that good stuff. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. Uh, share it with your friends, share it with your family, and let's keep bringing the positivity to each other. Let's make positivity the right choice. Keep making that right choice, and we're going to keep grinding, okay? Remember, you guys are amazing. You're amazing. Thanks for listening. We can break up if you wanna. That don't mean you can drive my Toyota anymore.